0: Hi, this is Bill Koenig of the Spy Command, and this post is actually adapted from a 2021 post um, shortly after No Time to Die came out. So this post is about the hero's last stand. No Time to Die wrapped up a five movie arc featuring Daniel Craig as James Bond, was a self-contained Bond universe that mostly didn't concern itself with the previous 20 Eon production movies. Eon Productions got the idea in the middle of the arc, in between Skyfall and Spectre. Skyfall director Sam Mendes originally said the movie had nothing to do with the first two Craig 007 movies. Still, it's now official these films are their own thing. That's much the way that Christopher Nolan's three Batman movies are their own thing, not related to any other Batman films. Whether Eon wants to admit it or not, the makers of the Bond film series are following the same path set by Fox and Marvel movies featuring Marvel comic book characters. With 2015 Spectre, Eon specifically adapted interconnected storytelling techniques in movies made by Walt Disney Company's Marvel Studios. With No Time to Die, Eon has doubled down on that concept. 2017's Logan, made by Fox before it was absorbed by Disney, we had the final the final Hugh Jackman adventure as Logan Wolverine. In 2019's Avengers Endgame, we had the concluding tale of Tony Stark Iron Man, played by Robert Downey Jr., Ending an arc of more than a decade, the concept, of course, uh, is the hero's last stand, as I call it. The hero falls, but falls heroically. The audience weeps. When well executed, when excuse me, when well executed, it works. To be clear, the hero's last stand goes back a long time. It was included in genres as der as diverse as biblical epics, Samson Delilah, for example, and Westerns, Ride the High Country and the shootest. But bi- biblical movies and Westerns aren't popular anymore, but comic book films are. For example, Tony Stark makes the ultimate sacrifice to save those who matter to him. Matter to him. Sound familiar? You may respond, that's a coincidence. No, it's not. The tabloids ran stories in 2018 and 2019 speculating about whether Bond 25 would kill off Craig's Bond. They also had stories asking whether Eon or Danny Boyle, No Time to Die's original director, wanted to kill Bond off. The Sun said in August 2018 that Boyle quit because he did not want to kill off Bond. The Daily Star said in April 2019 it was Boyle who wanted wanted Bond to die. Well, there you go. A little bit contradictory. Regardless, we know, we now know that somebody did. The notion of Bond dying has been in plain sight for years. To be sure, movies can have similar themes and still be good. High Noon and Rio Bravo featured Western lawmen who were outnumbered by the bad guys. But the two movies had considerably different takes on the same notion. Many Bond fans despise Marvel films. Many fans are in denial that Bond has been adapting Marvel film concepts, including Eon boss Barbara Broccoli. Of course, it works the other way around. Both Nolan's Batman movies and Marvel's film output have have been influenced by Bond. For example, look at the uh, casino scenes in 2012's skyfall and 2018's black panther for example regardless all still comes down to execution so how does no time to die's version of the hero's last stand compare when i saw it i thought it was done very well the ending had been spoiled for me not in a i stumbled across it while surfing the internet way but hearing it presented to me full-on Nevertheless, watching No Time to Die for the first time, it felt genuinely emotional. You may disagree, and that's fine. The thing is, Bond's exit in No Time to Die was not brand new territory. That's it. This is Bill Koenig at Spy Command. Talk to you soon.